Hey mamas, I know money and finances may not be super comfortable to talk about, but let's start making it comfortable. And let's start with this. What are the four things that are keeping you from making money from home? Because maybe you already have a job or maybe you don't have a job and you're just a stay-at-home mom, but you would love to find another stream of income, a way to contribute, a way to just make a little more. So I'm going to talk to you about the four reasons. And in this episode, you will learn how other people's beliefs and negative experiences are holding you back, the fear of failing, old identities, and especially self-doubt. So let's get into this so that we can help you get over that so you can start making some money. Aloha mamas, you've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha, my friends. All right, today we are talking all about money. But more specifically, we are talking about what is holding you back from making income from home. Because there are many reasons why we don't go into a new venture or try an entrepreneurship or try and make our own small business. But I have learned that there are four things that can be holding you back right now from even just taking your first step, from even looking more into it. And especially what's going on right now in the world, let's be real, more people are trying to look for a way to make money from home. But there are a lot of things in our head, around our life, that keeps us from even taking that step. And I know it's a huge step. I know it can be scary. And I know that, you know, it's not the safe, quote unquote, comfortable way and normal way of doing things. But let's start with changing that narrative. Starting with one, yes, let's talk about money. Two, let's talk about other ways we can make money other than the norm of going to school, going to college, and so forth. Because I have been there. I was a registered nurse by trade. I thought that the only way I could make good, constant, safe, comfortable money was if I went and got a college degree and a good paying, stable job. That was bred into me. That's what I believed. And I'm not saying college is horrible or anything like that. What I'm saying is that's not the only way. And I believed it so much that I went and got two degrees. I actually have a bachelor's degree in biology and I have a bachelor's degree in nursing. And I became a nurse. I started working as a nurse. I worked as a nurse for seven years and I realized that I wanted more. I wanted more time. I wanted to be able to choose my family, my schedule, more options over a shift, over making money or just being obligated to going to my job versus staying home with my kids. I didn't like that feeling. I didn't like the fact that I had to say no. 
and oh no, I can't do that right now. I wanted the opportunity to make my own decision around money, around my family, around kids, around my hubby, just be able to have that freedom. And it took me years to realize that I could do this because I was stuck in that old belief system. I was stuck with these four reasons. These four reasons specifically held me back from going in all in and really believing that I could do this. And so I want to share this with you with the hopes that if any of these four reasons are holding you back, you can free yourself from it because it feels like chains. You really want to go. You really want to make more income from home. And you can be a mama who has a job right now. You have a stable job. You can be someone who doesn't have a job and just is a stay-at-home mom. It doesn't matter where you're at right now. But if you are looking for a way to provide more income, whether it's another stream of income, whether it's just to give you and your family more buffer with your finances, whether it is just for you to make some income so that you can have the opportunity to have money of your own, to have money where you can go do what you want and so forth and provide for your family and provide more options, then this can definitely help you. Okay, let's jump into the four reasons or four things that are keeping you from making income from home. Starting with number four, other people's beliefs and other people's negative experiences. And if you have ever thought about making money from home or went and looked at an opportunity, a webinar, whatever it was, and I'm pretty sure you're like excited about it, you're curious, you was like, oh, me, I can do this. You started having belief that, this is something I could do from home. They're making money. I can totally do it. I trust the person who invited me, all those things. And then you probably was so excited you went and shared with someone. And it could have been your spouse, your some of your family, maybe mom, dad, sister, brother. It could have been one of your best friends or anything like that. And maybe that person said, oh, you're doing that thing? Or, oh, I don't know about that. Or, hmm, you know, I did something like that before and this is what happened to me. So I'm going to tell you blah, 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 blah. Now, if you've had that experience and you had someone else put their beliefs on you and their negative experiences on you, and that has kind of like put a wall up or made you move away or dimmed your light, I'm telling you right now, that is a reason that has kept you from making income from home. Why? Because now you are absorbing or you're taking on someone else's belief that is not yours. And I know it's not that they're a negative person or bad people or anything like that. But what ultimately it is, it's not yours to hold on to and or to take or to use. There are a, There's a better way to use it. And this is the way. If someone has belief or someone has a negative experience, especially if they're really close to you, they're probably telling you to protect you, to help you, you know, not in a real mean way. But the best way to utilize it is to ask them more questions going, hey, okay, I get it. You had a bad experience. Tell me about it. What happened? Or like, why would you say that? Like, I want to know what happened to you? Maybe I can learn from it because ultimately it is their experience. And I want you to have your own because it could be and probably will be very different. But you need to ask them 
And if they're willing to share, then that is a way you can learn from their experience and understand, okay, maybe that's sort of an expectation or maybe not, but at least I know, I'm aware of what may happen or what has happened before in their situation. And it could help you or guide you through yours, but it shouldn't prevent you from looking further into something if you were excited about it, you believed it, you wanted to look, you were already curious and so forth. So that is number four. If you have other people's beliefs and the negative experiences that has kept you from doing something, I'm going to invite you to flip that switch and realize that is not yours to use as a reason. Like go and do your own due diligence and research and have your own experience in it to see if it's right for you or not. Number three, there are a lot of people, and this includes me, who have a fear of failing. Like, I don't even want to try it because I know like, what if it just goes horribly wrong? What if I'm not good at it? What if I don't make money? What if I only make a little money? And so forth. Like, I had this huge fear of failing and wanting to hold this image up of, no, I can totally do things. And if I'm not that great at it, then what will other people think? And you know what? Never mind. I don't even want to try. <laughs> and so that held me back for a long time because I was almost afraid that if I failed, then being a failure would define me. And I had to really change that way of thinking. And if that is something that holds you back from trying anything new, then I want you to really think about what you're afraid of. What are you so fearful of? If it's a fear of failing, I have learned over and over again that failure is where you actually learn more. You learn how to improve. You learn what not to do and what to do. You learn that, hey, this is how I can be better. This is how I need to adjust. That's what you gain from failure. And you don't actually learn any of that in victory. Like, think about it. When you are victorious, you're like, okay, what I did was great. But what if there was something you needed to improve? That's where you learn it, in failure or in failing, exactly. So fear of failing shouldn't keep you from trying something new, trying entrepreneurship, trying making money from home. Why? Because, hey, you are actually a little further along even if it's just one, two, five steps ahead than where you were before. So keep that in mind. Number three, fear of failing shouldn't keep you back. It should almost motivate you to try again, to do it again, and so forth. That just means like you're working towards something. You are making a little progress, and that's what you should be focusing on instead. The little progress you're making and how can you adjust and be better. And if you can find an opportunity, a webinar, anything like that, that will allow you to make income. Guys, this is just a little bit on the side note. Every master was once a disaster. I heard that in a training and it like, like exploded my mind. Like that is so true. Every person who was successful at something sucked at it in the beginning. It was really horrible. You're not born like super successful right off the bat. You learn how to do it. You go through experiences and that includes failing. All right. Number three, 
old identities. And when I talk about old identities, I talk about who you identify yourself as. Because if you're trying to change your situation and move forward and do something new, you can't hold on to all that old parts of you that only got you so far. So if, for example, if you only identify yourself like I'm an amazing, hardworking nurse because that's what I was and I love being a nurse. But if that's all I identified myself as, then I would never have looked into entrepreneurship. I would never have looked into new opportunities, another stream of income and so forth. So think about who you identify yourself as. How can you tweak it and evolve it to be better, to include another stream of income, to include a small business, to include something else that you can do from home? Because if that's all you're identifying yourself as and you're keeping yourself to your old identity, then you're never going to get further. You're only going to get stuck with what that old identity can provide you with. So it's called evolution. It's called change for a reason. And if you're looking for change, if you're looking for something different, you got to do something different. I'm pretty sure you heard that quote before. So think about something different you can do to get you to where you want to be. Now, number one. Number one is huge because I know you've heard it over and over again, but this one is something that I feel like I have to work through the most and it's self-doubt. And yes, I am a very positive person. I love to look on the positive side and see a way out. I love strategizing and trying to figure out like, you give me a challenge, I will figure a way to beat it. But that doesn't mean I don't come with self-doubt. That doesn't mean I have things in my head going. And I know that is one of the hardest things to work through because your mind is so powerful that whatever you think and believe, it's true. And if you keep feeding into the negativity of, I don't think I can do this. I don't know about this. Oh, look, I tried and I failed. And all those things, you're going to believe it. And that's, that's what's going to kind of rule your world. And I constantly have to work through this. This is, this is never going to end. I'm going to be very real. It's going to like evolve in every level you change or evolve into. But you're going to know how to, one, be aware of it a lot sooner. Two, know how to overcome it a lot quicker. And I'm going to give you this one great way of doing it prayer. <laughs> and you're like, what? Yes. Self-doubt. Anytime you have self-doubt, that is your mind, like your negative mind talking to you. And if you want to get out of it real quick, for me, prayer works the best because I know that the main person in my life or main thing would be God. God will help me get out of that self-doubt, help you get out of all of these things. But for self-doubt, that's that's who I give it to. So I want to invite you to think about what negative thoughts is going to your through your head. What negative things are you telling yourself or repeating in your mind? You don't even have to say it out loud, but if you are saying it out loud too, then gosh, write those things down and really say a quick prayer or really think about like, does, is this what I'm going to allow to define me? I can't do it. 
I don't know how to do it. This is too hard. Oh, look, she only can do it because of X, Y, Z. I can't do it because I don't have this. You know, self-doubt comes in many forms. It comes in negative thoughts, negative mindset. It comes in comparison. It comes in imposter syndrome. It comes in no confidence and so forth. And ultimately, prayer definitely helps you through. But taking action is what's going to help build that confidence. And through this whole journey of entrepreneurship, I have definitely learned that you got to take action in order to move forward. If you're tired of being in that circle, if you're tired of doing the same thing over and over again, and it may look different, you're like, well, I got a new job. Yeah, but if that new job still feels like a circle that you've been in, then you may have to do something very different. You may have to shift your mindset. You may have to look into another opportunity. You may have to try something new and understand that maybe I just got to stop listening to some people in my life who are not serving me the way I want to be served and the way I want to go. Maybe I have to put more faith into God and understand that God has the right path already laid out for me and I have to just trust it. Maybe you have to just just walk away from the fear of failing and welcome it into your life because that's going to be you working towards something new and shedding yourself of all the old identities you used to attach yourself to and, and be willing to allow this new person who you are evolving into, changing into, to be there, to let that person be your new identity. And in the end, I'm going to let you know that self-doubt doesn't disappear, but what you can put in its place is confidence because confidence is what's going to get you further because once you start gaining confidence, you're going to start doing more, but that takes action. So to get over the self-doubt, one, prayer does wonders, and two, taking action to build confidence in that part of your mindset really does move you towards your goals, towards your purpose, towards just making some income, towards that money. So I hope this has helped you. You took something from it because if you have seen yourself in any part of that for reasons, then I'm going to tell you, you need to get over that. And I hope these things has helped you realize you can do that. You can get over those four reasons so you can start making some income and if you want to take this conversation further I invite you to DM me on my Instagram it's at Kavai underscore Aquin I would love to chat with you about business about income about making money from home and so forth and like always, my friends, I hope you have an amazing day because only you can totally make it amazing. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, 
bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Goodbye.